speaking of giving things, um, I joined a pool for the summer and they sent an email today and the email was an April Fool's email, but a day early, which made me think like, wait, is this real? Like, is this a real thing? And the email said that all members are required to like buy this one bathing suit and wear it. And it's like a white bathing suit. (laughs) Like no one would wear a white bathing suit. And then they had to send an email later. It's just like April Fools, but it's March thirty first. I hate this. I don't think you should join this pool. <laughs> first of all, April Fools is a, a whole lot of bullshit that I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna do it the day before as like an extra April Fools, yeah, yeah, I don't think you should join this pool. <laughs> I think you should rethink this this, this decision. You're going to go and it's going to be like, psych, that's not water, it's mud. (laughs) This is a prankster pool. (laughs) Prankster pool. (laughs) It's actually called Pedonia. Pedonia Pedonia is is Gaelic for pranks. (laughs) Can you call this place and say, you know what, I don't think so? Whatever it takes. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm uh, Ben McKenzie. Do you remember me, Ben McKenzie? I was the star of the OC. I played Uh, Ryan Atwood on the OC. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? No, no I didn't want. I remember the show. I didn't watch it. It starred myself, Rachel Bilson, Seth Cohen, and Misha Barton. Misha Barton. There you go. The great, lovely Misha Barton. She had some troubles, but you know, she's back on her feet. She's getting back out there, and we wish mm-hmm. her the best. That's me, Benjamin McKenzie. <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> I'm glad that you thought of someone that random, though. It's hard for me to do these because it's hard. Like, there's nothing funny to say about anybody anymore. No, no. You know, every once in a while you get a good one, like you know, yeah, in there. But it's like I don't know, Ben McKenzie. You remember yeah. me, Chris Mika. Yeah, I mean, you could have been. Oh God, Chris Mika. You could have been Matt Gates this week, but that I thought about been terrible. it. Thought about it. I certainly <laughs> thought about being Matt Gates. Yeah, but we don't want to. We don't want to go down that road. You know the thing about the. Do you want to go down that road at all? No, we not. <laughs> not really. No. We want to squat. We want to squash the beef. We don't want to go mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I don't know who to do. So I, I just decided I would do uh, Benjamin McKenzie. Do you remember? Yeah, Ben McKenzie. So I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go see my friend Adam Brody and mm-hmm. Rachel Bilson. Misha mm-hmm. Barton, Julie Cooper Nickel, uh, Caleb Nickel, uh, Sanford. Oh, Peter Gallagher. You love Peter mm-hmm. Gallagher. Mm-hmm. I should introduce you, Rach, because we're still very close. He played my adopted father, Sandy Sanford Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not caught up on Zoe's, but you know what is really missing from Zoe's is the non-communicative Peter Gallagher. There's th- The show has gone... I still enjoy the show. It is fun to watch. I still enjoy it. It has gone very, like, it's very hard to keep up without that character. That character was the heart and soul and the glue that held the show together. Yeah. 
for real, for real. My thing about Zoe's is that we're celebrating and forgive us non-Zoe fans. This is still Ben McKenzie, by the way. I'm a big fan of the show, Zoe's yeah, I, <laughs> International Playlist. I love it. One of my favorite shows. It's me, Ben McKenzie. Uh, I don't know why we're acting like it's a good idea to open a restaurant where you order food from another restaurant and eat it there. That's just a fucking bar. A, and, and why, I know they were trying to make fun of like San Francisco tech startups, oh, but it just it is? seems, oh, maybe, I think, you know, maybe I didn't understand that. Cause you know, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I'm Ben McKenzie. So I, sometimes those things go over my head. I don't know. I was Ryan Atwood. I was also on the show Southtown with Regina King. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of the great people in our world. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, maybe, so maybe it is the, the bit is that it is a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe, I'm not totally sure. Because I'm also confused as to why you'd need a wait staff in a kitchen if you weren't cooking any food. And it was just, well, you definitely delivered. wouldn't need a kitchen, but you would need a wait staff to deliver drinks, maybe. Fair, but you could also just go to the bartender. In any event, we're yeah. not here to talk about. Oh, I'm going to get out of here. I got to go back with Julie Cooper Nickel. Bye, Ben. Nice to see you. Fun fact. And maybe this is why I picked Ben McKenzie, because maybe it's been in the back of my head. It was recently Mm -hmm. announced that Rachel Bilson and Miranda Clark, who played Julie Cooper Nickel, are starting their own podcast, wherein they are going back and watching all the episodes of The O.C. and doing what we do only for their own show. Would that do you think it's weirder or better? I love it. I love it Mm -hmm. because they'll Mm -hmm. dish. Oh, I want to hear all the drama. D the D, dish the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. D to D, got to do it. <laughs> D the D, Tyrell, put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, if you guys aren't on the Facebook group, you're missing out. Oh, you're missing out. The Facebook group is fun. Oh, Tyrell, the Facebook group makes me like Facebook. Tyrell is making t-shirts. He made a Dot Marie Jones t-shirt, which you can get. We'll put a link. Can we put a link to it in the... Uh, yeah, show, show notes. notes. Mm-hmm. You got to get one. There's different uh, styles. There's different shirts. You can get it in a tank top. You can get it in a sweatshirt. You can get it in a long sleeve shirt. You can get it in a comfort tee. You can get it in a regular tee. You can literally get this thing, this fantastic Dot Marie Jones design on anything. You got to get it. Got to get that Bob Sneaker Corner. We're not here to talk about Bob Sneaker Corner. We're not here to talk about... Oh, Ben just left. We're not here to talk about the OC... <laughs> Or Mm-mm. Matt Gates. <laughs> I will say this can go in. It's funny to like act like we're just the first thing we're saying about Matt Gates, even though we cut a bunch of shit earlier. Uh, but the the on Twitter and other places, there was a lot of like Matt Gates looks like uh and all the thing like Michael Gorman said like the jo- Jack Nicholson's Joker without his makeup on or with <laughs> regular person makeup. Like there's so many funny Matt Gates like a melted something or other. Like he really oh, is my. a goofy weird looking guy, man. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Matt Gates. We're here to talk about Degrassi, Degrassi, the next generation. And we're here to talk about a doozy of a two-parter, if I would do say so myself. Would you mm-hmm, agree, Rach? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was a doozy. One of the great things about our podcast, when I think mm-hmm. back and it's like, what are some of the funnest, fondest memories you have of the podcast? And I always say, well, one of them is the time that we made a point to go on the show 
and announce that we were heretofore uh, going to review two-parters as single episodes. We were going <laughs> to review them each and then, and then have never once not to do that. <laughs> It's, it's that fine. kind of commitment you can rely on with the Degrassi mm-hmm. every episode of a marathon podcast. So yes, we have a banger of a two-parter. We're reviewing, talking about both parts. It's the 700. The plus, yeah. the plus side of this one is that the stories continue through both episodes. So yes. there's no weird, like, like half-hearted sea story thrown in there. It's yes. all, could you get this? It's sea all story. continuous. Hilarious that I was like, Rachel, should we do that? I'm going to announce it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We never and then we've it. never done it. I do think it was uh, not favorable in the eyes of the broomheads and the dope monkeys. It's not really favorable in my own eyes because I think that it, when the stories continue this much, it's just a pain to try to remember what's in which episode. In my own eyes. And considering we can't really remember that much week to week, then maybe it's better if we watch them at the same time. Well, yeah, but we would watch part one now and watch part two next week. Oh, no, but then we wouldn't remember what happened in part one. Broomheads, you can't see the Zoom. But a couple of times in the Zoom, Rachel keeps looking behind her, so I got to ask. Is there, is there a, monster a monster back there? Uh, no, it just started raining, oh. and I heard the rain, and I was like, so I looked, because I've got windows on two mm. sides, so I got a window on that side, and then I got windows over here. Just keeping it, just making sure. because Just making sure. No, I mean, you might see the monster behind me before I see the monster, because you're you're looking at my Zoom. That is true. If you feel like there might be a monster and you want to go check on it, call time out. We can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sent Rachel a picture of a giant spider that was in my apartment <laughs> the other day. And I that's, thought, it, and I, te- you can tell we're best friends. <laughs> well, I did. I also did. I, I texted you and I said, Hey, I know how you feel about spiders. I know that when you used to get your textbooks, you would put post-it notes in front of the spiders because you don't like to look mm-hmm. at them. So I'm not just going to send this to you. I said, I had a giant hairy spider in my apartment. Do you want to see it? And you thought about it and you said, you know what I do? And I sent it and it it was as advertised, correct? Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't. I mean, I'm sure that you were more freaked out by it because it was in your apartment. So you didn't get like a closer up view of it. Then that was plenty close. I didn't need anything closer. I was, I was pretty freaked out by it, but I wasn't like, it was very big and i was like i've never seen a spider like this in a new york yeah in a and new you've york. lived there in in that particular new york <laughs> in, and you've lived there your whole life yeah. so i was like is this gonna kill me in my sleep but you know what i tried to kill it and i don't kill spiders mm-hmm. if i see them in the house i usually don't kill them there was another spider in our house that was living in hanging out in the bedroom and today i found him i got him and i put him outside mm-hmm so I don't kill spiders, but I was going to kill this one because it was big and scary. And I smacked it and it didn't die, obviously. And then it squirmed around a bit. And before I could get it again, it went into a hole in my floor, which is where it must have come out of. So I just put foam. Adrian, I didn't do it. Uh, she put foam in the hole. So hopefully. You'll never see him again. I hope you don't have any other holes in your floor. Well, there there are oddly we've caulked a lot of like space yeah. i would they're not necessarily also holes they're like but 
the door frames are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gosh darn it. We're not here to talk about any of this stuff. We're here to talk about Degrassi the Next Generation, mm-hmm. specifically episodes 713 and 714. They are the 131st and the 132nd episodes of Degrassi the Next Generation. But because yep. of all the two parters like this one, it's really the 106th episode. The name of the episode is Bust a Move. Bust a Move is a song by Young MC, but he didn't have many other songs. So, uh, Rachel, mm-hmm. you like this song, Bust a Move? I do. I was going to say, I didn't know any other Young MC songs, no. but I do know this song. I've heard this song many times, um, and I think it's a great song. Now, did I, I, I was curious about the pairing with this episode. Did you read anything into how it fit into this episode? Interesting. Or these episodes, rather. I oddly never think about it. And... Mm. Um, but thinking about it now, and I don't mean that any other way, I just never, I always yeah. forget it's on me. I forget to think about it. I don't really see much correlation between, I mean, I guess Jay had to bust a move to get mm-hmm. from wherever in Kennedy he was to wherever in Kennedy he had to go to drop the tape mm-hmm. off with Manny. Mm-hmm. But when I That's think true. of bust a move, I think of dancing. Yeah, I do too. And I, I was like, this is a non-dancing episode. Uh, although. Jay, oh, there is one little bit of dancing in this. Jay did yeah. bust a move with Mrs. Doohickey. Dunwoody. Dunwoody to get <laughs> Manny back. Uh, interesting. I just want to say a little thing about Young MC's bust a move. It's released in 1988, I believe. Now, mm-hmm. this is one of like the earliest hip hop songs I ever heard. I was eight years old. I knew every word to the song. As I'm assu- as around like an eight, nine year old, I remember having the cassette single. I remember my friends and I listening to it and like, you know, and I, I was reading the words today and it's things like girls are scantily clad and showing body. A chick walks by. You wish you could sex her, but you're standing on the wall like you was poindexter. Now, I was like nine years old. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was I singing that. that song. This is not a great. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. But it's not a great song if you're if you're mm-hmm. going back and looking at the lyrics from a 2021 lens. It's a lot mm-hmm. about women just trying to date rich people and not giving the nice guy the time of day. Kind of one of those incelly songs. Oh, but, it's an incelly song. <laughs> oh, you want it? You got it. Incelly, incelly reminds me of Sully. Sully, 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 Sully. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sully Sullenberger. Also, Flea from the Red Hat Chili Flippers plays the bass line in this song. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Great song. We love it. Young MC from Queens, New York. Gotta do it. How you doing, Rach? Local hero right there. Local hero. I'm doing all right. I am fully vaccinated now. Full vax. Full vax. Can you believe it? Full vax. Um, so now I wait. I see what happens. So what are you waiting? What you waiting? What you waiting? What you waiting for? No doubt. Well, they've been saying that full immunity should be about two weeks after right. the second shot. So waiting for that. Is that no doubt or is that Gwen Solo? That is Gwen Solo. What you waiting for? It's a great song, actually. Great, Good song. Great pop yeah, I song. like it. Mm-hmm. So two weeks you wait. And then you'll be, then you could go on a chairlift 
Yeah, can then I can go, um, you know, accost people in grocery stores without a mask on and tell them, <laughs> tell them why, why I don't want to wear Flashing a mask. Flashing the badge. I got a badge. What <laughs> yeah, do you think about freedom. the uh, vaccine passports or whatever they're called? The Republicans are not happy about them. They're not happy about them? Nah, man, because there's like George Orwell keeping tabs on us. I mean, they already keep tabs on us. Everyone <laughs> like, is stop so using stupid. a smartphone. Like, don't get I an, know, I, don't so get a driver's stupid. license or a pass a real passport. They're gonna tell me I can't travel without a vet. Well, no, it's funny not when gonna, I got, the other nations are gonna. Yeah, tell you that. when I got my second vaccine, they were like, "Be very careful with this card. Do not lose it and take a picture of it right now. Now that it's all filled out, just in case you need it for some reason." Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, because I mean, we don't know what how we're gonna need to prove that we've gotten it to travel around or to do other things. I don't think that many people would lie about it, but if you're in a situation where like something requires it and you didn't get it, like, people could easily lie about it. Yeah, totally. I get my first dose in a week. One awesome. week from yesterday. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did when I saw you last yeah. week. We saw each other. Oh yeah, we did see each other. In person. Oh, did you get sick after the second dose? I got um I got a little bit like I felt like I was getting sick, but I didn't have a fever or anything. So I got like clogged ears, um, a headache, like mild chills and aches, but not terrible. And I slept Slept it off. So clogged ears, you say? Clogged ears. That's one of my ways of knowing that I'm getting sick. Is that my ears feel like they're clogged up, and I'm like, oh, it's like congestion. But I was driving. I was driving, and I was suddenly like, huh, I can't. My ears just feel oh, like they're full of, those, of like yes. fluids. Yeah, like you're driving up a mountaintop. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't pop your ears. Um. Yeah. So, but That's I felt I-, I felt pretty fine. And then Sunday, I did nothing. I binged all of Ginny and Georgia. Um, tell the broomheads what you thought. I don't think I liked it. Yeah, you said it's, it was very I said it's soapy. very soapy. Um, I mean, I think that I obviously I couldn't stop watching it because it's a lot is happening, but I felt like a lot of the characters were kind of flat. Um, you got to watch Teenage Bounty Hunters. I don't know why you're not some watching of it this and then show. I never finished it. I should go back oh. to it. Well, you obviously didn't like it that much if you binge Ginny yeah. and Georgia in, two, know, in a right? day. Yeah, but I was also like kind I mean, I didn't feel that sick, but I just like did not move from the couch all day on Sunday. One of those things that I find most satisfying is when you're like on a plane or driving up a mountain mm-hmm. and you do the pop your ears thing with yeah, your nose. Oh yeah. man, that's like a good sneeze, you know? Yeah, it feels great, right? Mm-hmm. Or a or a g- ejaculate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something pops at the end. Oh, man. So how are you doing, pal? I'm great. That's it. You're great? That's good. That's like more optimistic than you've been in over a year. I mean, I'm never told. I'm not like, you know, deep down inside, I'm a disaster. But on the surface, you know, this Matt Gates thing is. I can't. I keep saying let's not talk about it, and then I'm like, keep trying to bring it up. <laughs> I'm just no, gonna I don't leave talk all of it in. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's upsetting the Matt Gates thing, but it's also like I fucking told you so, you dumb idiots. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's what you get. Yeah. Time goes by so slowly. That's I think, not I think what Cuomo's you're happy for. because it's like distracting from him a little bit. Cuomo's legalizing weed, which is something we were talking about pretty recently about how yeah. I said if there was a store, I would go. But apparently it's not going to be a store situation. It's still oh. going to be like you can get it delivered to your house. But I can't. Oh you can't go to a this. store? Like, how is this going to work? So they're just not going to like, it's not, it's like decriminalized, but you can't buy it anywhere? 
it's decriminalized and if you can get it like delivered to you so i guess you still have to have a guy or evidently there'll be like bars and you could oh. go and like smoke weed in in the bar but you can't like buy it to take it home with you maybe you could i don't know yeah listen i didn't really look into it pal yeah manny and jay oh these episodes were great these episodes were great. This took me back to an, an earlier time when Degrassi was just like lovely. Mm -hmm. I agree. This was a, this was a throwback in the mm -hmm. best way. We didn't have any new characters on it. Mm -mm. I mean, Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco. Yeah. If you count. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Johnny DeMarco was there a little bit. He was. But yeah, in, but uh, it was all the old Redfern. It was all the old faves, and it was like all of them too. There were, I mean, not all, of them, but there were a lot of them. Obviously, like JT is dead. Yeah, but... yeah, he died. He passed away. He was stabbed to death outside of Emma's house at a party. Yeah, um, um, and we didn't touch the college years, which was also nice too. I didn't, mm. I didn't need to see the college years for a little bit. You get the feeling, and the broomheads and dope monkeys will know the answer to this. We'll find out on our own. But you get the feeling this was the final bow for a couple of characters, maybe. Mm, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, I guess I thought it was the final bow for Craig and Ashley. It yeah, that's like what Ashley I thought. We're getting out of here. Yeah, but I guess Ashley still has to graduate from Degrassi, the next generation. Yeah, but it's spring break, so there's not going to be much left. Spring break. Spring break. Woo! I know it's felt very timely considering it's spring break right now. That's true. I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. We mm -hmm. watched the spring break episode over our spring break, mm -hmm. spring and not spring breakers. No, I love that movie. It's a great movie. Spring Break Out. No, oh, no, not that either. And not MTV Spring Break. No, definitely not. With uh, Eric Nees doing the grind. Mm -hmm. You love Eric Nees? <laughs> He's great. I, this is, I, I'm sure a lot of the Bermuds are not watching the new real world on Paramount Plus, so I'll make this brief, but Eric Nees makes my eyes roll out of my head and then oh, every time and then they come back and I love him deeply. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's like, I love As him he's so much. Trying to do all these things to like make COVID go away. That's like, he's, Oh, I just he's can't, so, I can't, I am like, it's not going to help, bud, but sure. Take that ice <laughs> bath. I don't care. <laughs> he's so earnest. He's so earnest. That's what's great about it. Like you can't he, hate him for oh, it. Oh God. Just, he's a, I mean, he seems like, a completely one of the loveliest people to live on earth, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live with him, but yeah, it's but he, fine if he's in a hotel room and we have to call every so often. Although he'd probably be fine in those six days that they were together. He probably would have been. I mean, I don't know. I'm sad he didn't get there. I wonder if he had been there, what would have happened with Becky? Spoiler. He would have like put her in a steam room and had her take a minute and like fucking <laughs> fleshed all the toxins out of her body. He probably would have stayed in the executive suite with her. Probably. Probably. So yeah, we got a lot of great friends here today. You got Spinner. You got Jimmy. You mm -hmm. got Ashley. You got Liberty. You got Manny. You got Ebba. You got Craig. Craig. You got that's it. In the A story. Mm-hmm. Manny J. Mrs. Kids. Doohickey. Miss Dunwoody and Liberty's cousin, aunt? I was confused. She, I missed aunt. what she said. She, I thought that she said aunt, and then I was like, but this person's like a few years older than her, and I was like, well, it could be like a I family. literally just thought she said, I have a friend who goes oh, to Oh, maybe it was a friend. 
I miss And I was like, who is this fucking friend? Like yeah. Liberty has a friend outside of these people that no one knows? She yeah. did. Yeah. But I, I miss what she said who she knew there when she was like, Oh, we can stay with someone. It must have been a relative because that woman says to her, like, you're a legacy. Yeah. So it had to have been someone related to her. I just miss what it was. And I didn't go back and watch it. So I'm talking about it now, <laughs> like questioning yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. But or I thought she had said friend. But then when the woman did say like legacy, I was like, oh, wait. Who? It's a, yeah. But I thought that she a- said Anne. And then when I got there, I was like, wait, this is someone who's in a sorority now. Like, I mean, possible, but also. You never know. You Sometimes never know. people have young uncles and aunts. It's true. It's true. You know, my mom is Kurt actually Angle. older than her niece. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Point taken. Younger? Point. Sorry, proven, did I say older? Right did I say older? Or did I say younger? <laughs> my aunt is younger. My mom is younger than her niece. Yes, Eric niece. <laughs> you said older than her Eric niece. You said older than her Eric niece. <laughs> but me- I knew. I think context clues. Yeah. Got me there, and I'm sure it got us all, got everyone else there as well. But you did, I think, say she was older than her Eric niece, (laughs) which wouldn't be so weird. Which wouldn't be so weird. My mom has two nieces on this this one side, and one is older, and one is younger than my mom. Okay, okay, gotcha. So there you have it. Mm -hmm. Do you have any Eric nieces? You've got one. An Eric niece? No, I don't have an Eric. I don't have any brothers or sisters. How would I have an Eric niece? But don't you on on your other side? From Adrian? Adrian. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Yes. That's still your Eric niece. And then I have two. I'm going to have a second Eric niece as well. So two Eric nieces. Oh, wow. I don't have any biological Eric nieces yet, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, Nothing. (laughs) What were you going to say? We can cut it anyway. I was gonna try to do a nephew's thing, but I couldn't. I couldn't think of. A, I couldn't think of a first name fast enough to make it work. I'm now gonna refer to nieces as Eric, Eric nieces. nieces, yeah, forever, for forever. and ever. Uh, so Manny is auditioning. She's she's working on her demo reel for Smithdale, which is a new school. We have not heard about Smithdale. It's no banting. Mm. This is more of like maybe the state school. I don't know. Everyone's going to Smithdale this weekend. I just feel like spring it, break. Do, do state schools have Greek systems? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the ones that I know did. It also, but like Liberty was. I don't know. It just seems like a school. I don't know, Rach. Mm-hmm. They were going to have a big okay. concert there. The big off the wagon with Purple Dragon. <laughs> Which sounds like very questionable. Like someone just got out of rehab and they're going to this concert at the college. But you can drink mm-hmm. at college when you're in Canada. Yeah, off the wagon with Purple Dragon. So yeah, Liberty's going there to audition. Emma. Oh no, sorry. Manny's going to audition. Liberty, Emma, and Ashley are going. Why are Liberty and Emma going? Um, Emma is going because Snake is home from school and she just needs to get out of her house. Right. And Liberty's going just because she's like, it's one of my many options. Yes. And because she has a relative and or friend who is a student there. We don't know. It could be either. It could be neither. Mm-hmm. Either neither. It could be a pen pal that she made once on the internet. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Manny is prepping her... Demo reel mm-hmm. with Jay yeah. in the 
mechanics yeah. at the mechanics. The mechanic store. As you, the mechanic store, as you do. The, the place with the cars. They have like a whole set in there <laughs> with like a sofa and plants and all, but there's cars in the background. So. Well, they put a black sheet up, so she's in front of the black sheet. Yeah, exactly. Jay is just smitten with this child. Mm-hmm. He's real into Manny. Probably didn't come out the right way. I wanted it. <laughs> say it again. She was smit- I said he was smitten with this child. You meant say it again in a way I'd be more comfortable with yes. saying on the show. And then <laughs> yes. I just said the first <laughs> weird way again. So now we're just going to go with it. <laughs> Jay has fallen hard for Manny. And how could you not? Mm-hmm. How could you not? He's very into Manny. Vice versa. How could you not fall in love with this guy, Jay? Oh, my God. This was like some Pizza Man Jay, this episode, these episodes. These episodes, especially at the end, spoiler alert, like you're not, haven't watched it, when they decide to get back, get together and get legit engaged. Okay. <laughs> Seems a bit much, but still. Mm-hmm. And they're at the concert, the at, uh, Off the Wagon with Purple Dragon, and they're like hugging and stuff. Those are like the gifts. Those are the very oh. famous pictures of them i smacked the microphone hugging and all that kind of stuff okay okay warms the heart you love to see it yeah it's great early on in these episodes manny is not that into jay she's trying to convince herself she's not Mm -hmm. but she is i mean she definitely is i can see no i don't i don't know you're reading into it i think I, i absolutely not she's totally into him She's trying to like convince herself and to like act like I'm nonchalant about this and I don't care. Interesting. That's crazy. Like, That's crazy yeah. to me if you that that you think it's the other way. I think that she likes him, but I think she doesn't like him that much, and she doesn't really see him as being part of her future life. And she's she's very she keeps getting stuck on this whole. This was supposed to be like a fake engagement. I'm here for a good time not a long time i think that she doesn't think he's part of her future mm-hmm. because she's con- trying to convince herself of that i don't know that she's thinking that far ahead mm-hmm. but i think her actual emotions are very clear mm. that she is falling for this dude whether she likes it or not yeah, I don't I didn't really read it that way, which is interesting. I kind of read it and mine might be more of a takeaway is that she just assumed that like she's going to have this life that Jay's not going to be a part of and so she's not like giving it the time of day and I kind think of, that's kind of what I'm saying too, just yeah. in a different way. Yes, I I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, she's already decided what her future's going to hold mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it doesn't in that telling of it doesn't hold him but you also can't deny the gleam in her eye whenever he's mm-hmm. around is what i'm yeah, saying exactly or I agree. That, you know that so i think we're kind of on the same page here mm-hmm. so they have to talk manny's dad <clears throat> into right. lending them manny's dad's car right mr santos's car yeah to drive to smithdale, smithdale. i keep wanting to say springdale and i'm like that's not what it's called it's smithdale which is actually like a less sensible name <laughs> Smithdale. <laughs> what was the first one you said? Springdale. Springdale. I think I've heard a lot of Springdales in my time, but Smithdale is just like what sounds like a college that people would believe was a college name. Smith, 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 and Dale. Canadian <laughs> College. 
Now you have to do that every time we bring it up. If one of them goes to school there, it's going to be years of you doing this. Oh, God. They're probably all going to go to school there. I'm surprised there wasn't a Smithdale spinoff of this show. I know. So they go to talk to the Santoses about this. And Mr. Santos is cool with it as long as... Jay drives, and they they also said they were going to see Jay's grandmother before she dies. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's funny how, like, Mr. Santos is, was, like, this, like, hated boys. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, sure, go on a fucking road trip together. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far away Smithdale is. We don't either. Well, they said days, days right. away. <clears throat> Did they say that? Days? I, mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's days away. It, I, Manny said towards the end that Jay drove there for two days, but probably because he drove part of the way. Got arrested. <laughs> and then, then got arrested. Jay and uh, sorry, Jimmy and Spinner are looking to get to Smithdale for off the wagon with Purple Dragon. Mm-hmm. Also, Spinner mistakenly calls Jimmy Tony Hawking. <laughs> Instead of Stephen Hawking in the beginning, which also is not right either. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's right. How is that not right? Well, because I mean, Stephen Hawking is in a wheelchair, but also has a lot of other. Oh, um, right. Yes. Yeah. Things yeah. going on. <laughs> just like, just Hawking. like, not everyone in a wheelchair should be called Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Tony Hawk. It's amazing how like we went from like Jimmy never speaking to Spinner to now like Spinner making fun of his the fact that his he's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So at some point they end up. This is before Jay and Manny leave initially. They end up mm-hmm. at the mechanics place because what somebody's car is not working and they want to. Hey Tony. Hey Tony. What do you got? A sandwich? You gotta shove the sandwich in a tailpipe. What's hey, you want to fix the that? car, you take a sandwich, you <laughs> shove it in the gas tank and rev the engine. <laughs> you don't know how to fix a car. So they're talking. And this is like when this show is like, the dialogue is so stupid. Uh, they're mm-hmm. talking about motors. Mm-hmm. And they're realizing, Spinner and Jimmy are realizing how into Manny J is legit. And Jimmy says... <laughs> They're like talking about car motors, like not working. And Jimmy just like, it's so clunky. He goes, speaking of motors, <laughs> she's got you pretty revved up about Manny. And then, and then to, without missing a beat, Jay responds, she is high octane. <laughs> Such bad clunky. This show is like also the coincidences that happen on these two episodes are like very mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, um so when Jay and <laughs> Manny are talking to her parents, Jay insists to Mr. Santos that he will he will be like a surrogate father to Manny. <laughs> and Cassie Steele just goes, ew. And it's so fucking funny. It's like the best part of the episodes for me. It it was pretty great. Great line reading. Um, so then they get on the, on the road to, on the road to Smithdale and we'll meet you at station at Stouffville. And Ashley's coming along with them because she 
she didn't say why she was coming, but she said something later on about the Purple Dragon concert. When did you know what was happening? As soon as Ashley said that she was going. Oh, really? Not that she said it once, but then there was another time where she said, well, she said she got tickets from someone. And I'm pretty sure as soon as she said that, which might have been the first mention of it, that's when I was like, it's Craig. Who else was giving her tickets? I kind of thought it when they got to the sorority house and she was like, I got another place to stay. Yeah. So as they're packing up the car. Mm -hmm. Ashley is bringing her suitcase and it's very heavy. And Manny goes, <laughs> Manny says, geez, Ash, what do you have in there? Your issues? <laughs> <laughs> also, I love the fact that like Manny and Ashley are okay enough with yeah. each other that they're like on a road trip together. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, whatever. So Manny and Jay get into a fight over their relationship, right? Yes. Jay wants it to be serious. Manny doesn't want it to be serious. Mm-hmm. They get into a fight. Jay gets kicked out of the car. And she says, give me my demo tape. But instead of giving her her demo tape. He gives her the sex tape. Which, and it's not even really a sex tape. They just say you know, Just them out. making out. Which yeah. is labeled Manny XXX. <laughs> so if you would have just looked at it, Manny, maybe you would have had an inclination as to what was yeah. happening here. Yeah. So... At this point, Jay goes back to Degrassi Town. That's the name of where they live, right? They live in Old Degrassi Town. Old Degrassi Town. I also would like to mention before we forget um, that Ashley's suitcase was so big that they couldn't close the trunk of the car and they had to tie it closed. Oh, right. Good note, Rach. Glad you cleared that up. It's important. It's important. <laughs> that maybe should have been a signal that she wasn't just going for the weekend. Well, yeah. Everybody's going for the weekend. Going down to Smithburg College. Smithdale. Smithdale. Um, I had a note. As mm-hmm. they were driving, they, I, I, they all had their windows open. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do people drive with all their windows? Who does that? Do you do that? I only do that if I don't have working air conditioning um, or if I'm not going over 50 miles per hour. Because mm-hmm. this is like the wind's all in our hair. You know, <laughs> I was watching, speaking of Ginny and Georgia, Georgia has a convertible and her hair always looks perfect when she's done driving it. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way you you would be have a bird's nest on your head. I feel like you and I are going to have very differing, op- differing opinions on convertibles. <laughs> I've what never you, what, I, I, I've never been in one, but I never mm-hmm. want to ever be in one in my whole life. I've been in one before and I don't want to do it again. Surprising. I thought you would have been like summer, wind in my hair. I I was Take me down the PCH. I was a wingman for a friend's like setup date. And so I went and like the guy brought another friend and the the other friend that this guy brought had an old convertible. I mean I've been in more than one convertible in my life. But this guy had an old convertible. And so we I got a ride home from Manhattan to Queens in this old convertible. Let me tell you, New York City is not the place to drive a convertible. It's horrible. That's I need a barrier yeah. between me and all yeah, these trucks and that. other cars. But I feel like you could be like going down Santa Monica Boulevard in a convertible no. on a hot summer day with the wind flying Pigeon could poop hair. on you. I'm surprised because I have the same feeling. I don't want to be near no, a convertible. No, I hate it. My, huh, my aunt had a Mustang convertible in the night. 
90s. And so I, I drove around in that and I also hated it then. I mean, it's it seems like fun for a hot second and then it's just terrible. So. It seems like no fun to me because you can't even listen to music. No. What's the point? It's just... And it's too windy, too windy for it to be really enjoyable unless you're going 15 miles an hour, which is not the point. Yeah, nothing about it seems appealing so i'm surprised we're on the same page there that's pretty good yeah yeah i know i was like what are you gonna say about convertibles are you gonna say you love them i thought you were gonna be <laughs> way into them no yeah they're terrible i just can you know what it is i think of convertibles as like summertime and i know how much you love the summertime i do love the summer um and when i was saying about uh not working air conditioning uh kendall used to have a car that the air conditioning didn't work in and we drove to the beach in the summer and we had to have all the windows down so we didn't die that makes sense to me. Yeah. So and it's not really enjoyable, but it's like a situation you have to deal mm-hmm. with. But I'm sure that Mr. Santos's car is far too. No, nice they for were that. doing it because like Emma was like putting her head out the window. Like they were just looking like us. a dog. We're four. We're just <laughs> four ladies on a road trip, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. letting our hair down and letting it blow in the wind and in our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jay goes back to old Degrassi town, which is where he lives. Mm-hmm. And he ye old Degrassi, ye town-y. old Degrassi town. Yes. Y E O L D E Degrassi town. And he's telling Jimmy and Spinner. Who also now Jimmy's cool with Jay, who also got him shot. Yeah. Quite frankly, was more responsible for getting him shot than Spinner. Well, I guess they were both equally responsible, but Jimmy's idea, mm-hmm. J- mm-hmm. Jay's idea. Um, he's telling Jimmy and Spinner about what he did and they're like, you dumb, dumb, you love this girl. You're just like sabotaged any chance she has as at Mrs. Diphtheria, giving her a chance to be in the drama school here. And he's like, you're right. Let's go. Let's get yeah. out of here. And they also need to get to Smithdale because they also have tickets for this concert and Spinner's car is not working. They're pushing it in. Right. To the mechanic. Right. Smithdale or bust. Yeah, so they take, oh, we also forgot when when Jay got kicked out of the car, Liberty called shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> they did not, they didn't do a lot with Liberty here, unfortunately. No, I wish they had done more. Um, so they take a tow truck from Tony's. Hey, Tony. Hey, you know how to fix this car? You got to take a lasagna and you spread it all over the back seat. I'm going to get in trouble. One day, this is going to be, it's going to become a thing where like, you can't do that anymore. (laughs) I can't wait for that day. (laughs) And I'm going to have to do an apology. Yeah. For talking about spreading lasagna on the backseat of a car. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to be a thing. What are you doing out here? You got to get the gravy in the backseat mostly. Oh my. <laughs> so so they start driving in Tony's tow truck. Um they come across a woman whose car is broken down. And Jay is like, "Well, you know, the best way to get over a girl is to get under a girl." Yeah, to get under a new one, he said. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> like is a strong word. So yeah, these this was one of the coincidences. I was like, of course, this is going to happen and they're going to get delayed and get in trouble. So they help this girl 
fix her tow truck and she's like, hey, you want to go to a party? There's going to be bikinis. And she hands girls in bikinis and she hands Jay a headshot. Yeah, which she has like signed and then put a number on. <laughs> and Jay's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I love Manny Santos. And she's like, who's Manny Santos? And, she, and he's like, oh, let me tell you about her. <laughs> All he says is I don't look good in bikini. <laughs> That's true. You're right. I think you're, I think you actually, I think you're right. <laughs> I was hearing what I wanted to hear. Yeah. You were hearing and what was actually And there was a said. police officer who came up to help. And then as soon as the lady drove away, it was fine. Then he comes up to arrest Jay and Jimmy and Spinner. Because Tony. Because it's a stolen yeah. tow truck. Mm-hmm. A Tony reported the stolen tow truck. <laughs> you do one. <laughs> I can, now I can't, I can't hey, think of one. Hey, it's me. You know how to fix a car. You got to take a Soprasada <laughs> and you put it in the engine. Do you put it like on the engine? Like you, you just, layer it on and, and like thin smack slices? the engine with the Soprasada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smack it. It should work. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy peasy over here. <clears throat> so is there's... Oh, so they're at the sorority house, the girls, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Jay is trying to call Manny. Manny won't pick up. No, she's ignoring his calls. Manny is getting ready the night before her big audition. She says, hey, guys, check my just check my audition tape, my reel, whatever she calls it. Make sure it's okay." And they put it in the old computer, the CD-ROM. CD-ROM, CD-R. Mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians on your CD-ROM, CD-R. <laughs> Remember that song, Will Smith? Yes, yes. It wasn't 101 Dalmatians on the CD-ROM, CD-R. In fact, it was a video of Jay and Manny kissing and doing some stuff, maybe fingering. I don't know. They said making out. That could be fingering. We don't know. It could be. We don't know which base they got to. And so they start. And so Liberty's it's like XXX. So it, it is XXX. So Liberty's like, which Shakespeare sonnet is? Which Shakespeare play is this? The humping of the shrew. <laughs> and she says she also refers to it as a Midsummer Night's Wet Dream, mm-hmm. as well as the Merchant of Penis. <laughs> Liberty <laughs> loves some sex puns. Liberty is amazing. I love that Liberty likes sex puns. Because she mm-hmm. loves doing do it. She loves getting down do and too. dirty with the peen. You know it. She's done it. She, she does. She had a whole baby because of it. She did yeah. with JT, who had a very tiny peen. Mm-hmm. As, as evidenced, <laughs> as expressed on the show. Yes, as evidenced. <clears throat> so I think so that was... Mean, the- meanwhile, Jay and Spinner and Jimmy are at the jail. And the cop is like, the phone is ringing. The cop won't let him. So Manny's trying to call Jay. And now he can't answer right. the phone because the phone is at the jail and not with Jay, who's also in the jail, but behind bars. Right. In the jail. They're in the jailhouse now. And this cop was great. <laughs> he was like, don't let your skin touch the mattress directly. <laughs> the cop really was having a fun time mm-hmm. fucking with these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's the end of our first episode. It's the end of the first, the first act of the first A story of the first episode. Yes. As we enter into One the second A. episode. Mm-hmm. Two A. Liberty's relative mm-hmm. says that one in every 20 gets into this program. The drop, the drop. Which honestly, which honestly is not that bad of odds. Like, 
She should have said like one in every like 1,000 yeah. or something. She made me want to think it was really exclusive. Yeah. There's not that many people in Canada, though, I don't think. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> there actually aren't. There's not that many people in Canada. I looked this up recently. I think it has like the same population as California. So Jay gets let out of the clink because, uh, hey, Tony, what you got to do is you got to take a mortadell and you offer it to the police officer for a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's cheap. And he'll take it. He'll that let you out of right. jail. You get a mortadell usually costs a thousand dollars. You give him 900 <laughs> off and he'll lay out of jail. So Tony agrees that the car wasn't stolen. Mm-hmm. He says, you're lucky you're my best mechanic. Because mm-hmm. Jay's figured out what to do with all these cured meats to make sure that you can Yeah, fix Jay is very them. good with cured meats and where, where you put them in the car. Salam! Uh, where do you put the cannoli? Oh, in, yeah, you got to take the cannoli and you put it in the... Uh, oil tank. You squeeze. No, okay. You squeeze. You squeeze the juice of the canola out into the oil tank. It's like oil. Ah, this is gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> I know this is gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> That's why you want me to do it too, so I also get in trouble. That's why I tried to get you to do one. Yeah, <laughs> I thought if you also, I did hundred percent. I was like, I you're absolutely right. Yep. <laughs> I tried to get you to I do one so well. that you would also be implicated in doing it. I know you too well. Um, so uh, so he gets out. He's trying to get there on time. But Manny's got to go to her audition with Mrs. Dalrymple. And um, so she gets in there and Mrs. Uh, Drip Drop was like, you got to have a real. Miss Dunwoody. Uh-huh. This drama teacher has a fan. Yeah, yeah. A fucking fan. She's like... She's great. Cooling herself with. Miss Didgeridoo. She's probably my, my favorite character in <laughs> between the two episodes. So that's not it. I'm not going to pick her as MVP because I, well, I just she was She was really in contention for me, I have to say. Miss Donkey Dick? Yeah, she's great. So she is saying uh, that she can't audition without a tape. And she's like, just let me try. And she, and Mrs. Dickhead was like, all right, I'll let you try. So she tries and in comes Jay in the background. And he's like, Hey, I got the video. I got the tape. And it distracts Manny. Manny blows it. Yeah. Terrible audition. Terrible Shakespeare monologue. Terrible audition. Um, and they get into a big fight and she's like, are you just trying now? This is when Manny, <laughs> Uh, accuses Jay of trying to purposely sabotage the audition so that she has to say an old Degrassi town and not mm-hmm. go to Smith and Bard for uh, college. <laughs> it's like, are you going to say a different word for college? <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Am I doing that for Smith and Bard and old Degrassi town? <laughs> What's the name of the school? Smigelbeigel. Dunwoody Smithdale. I'm saying that teacher's name right. Toronto. I've said that teacher's <laughs> name right every time. Toronto. So, <laughs> so she throws the ring. She's like, "Fuck off!" She goes mm-hmm. to a party. She makes out with a guy. Also, sorry. Uh, so Jay decides to go. Like he gets out. He takes this and all. Um, but he gets called by. I either Spinner or Jimmy, I cannot remember, a manaholic. 
Right. Like a Manny, Manny holic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame her either. I don't blame them for being holics of one another. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So there's this big party going on. Jay, uh, uh, Spinner and Jimmy are there. They're all getting ready to have a fun time. Manny makes out with the dude all the while. Mm-hmm. Jay. She makes out with this anonymous guy, Mr. Anonymous. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised. She was feeling her out. She was mad. Well, no, no, no. He was saying he didn't want to share his name. Oh, I didn't. She notice. was like... She was like, well, you know, tell me your name. And he's like, I don't know. This isn't going to go anywhere. So <laughs> let's not go there. Oh, that's pretty good. It's kind of a dick. And she she brushes him off the first time. Right. Oil while this oil oil while this is going on. Mm-hmm. Jay has made his way to Mrs. Miss Dungeons and Dragons uh, office. And he <laughs> in, uh, introduces himself as Manuel Santos's agent. Jason Hogarth. Jason Hogarth. And this sequence had me <gasps> cackling. This was amazing. He basically between between Miss Dunwoody and Jay, just the two of them together were just they worked off oh. each other so well. Miss Dill Pickle was one of the better <laughs> periphery characters that we've seen in a while. <laughs> so Jay basically goes in there saying, like, I will do anything to get you to uh reconsider. And uh, so she says, she goes, oh, he's like, you should reconsider letting her audition again. And she goes, why? Just because a fetching young swain asks. (laughs) (laughs) And then she asks him, do you enjoy Shiraz? (laughs) I literally was like, is he going to fuck this old lady? I mean... And it, like he spills something on his shirt and then she just like opens it up. That was when I laughed so hard. And then and then he does the t- they do the tango and he rubs uh-huh. her feet. Uh-huh. And he makes a move as if to suggest her feet smell bad. Mm-hmm. Which is gross. It's so great. I love this oh, scene so much. God. So it's the next morning. Everybody's waking up. Jay Mm -hmm. shows up and tells Manny she's got an audition in an hour. Mm -hmm. You better get ready. He calls her Dimples. Mm -hmm. She goes and does the audition. She smokes it. Uh Uh-huh. You know? She goes to one of those new pot bars you can go to in New York, and she smokes it right out of the water. (laughs) And Miss Dunwoody says that she'll have to bring her agent with her for orientation. Yeah, she basically tells her she's in. It's great. Mm-hmm. So Manny is just like so excited. Mrs. Uh, Driller Killer has got her into this class. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. Exciting things are abound. So at this point, everybody is now going to off the wagon with Purple Dragon. And I'm yes. going to tell you something, Rachel. Yes. I forgot. About Purple Dragon. It was like a couple episodes. And I thought that they were going to a concert of a band called Purple, Purple Dragon. And then it's... I mean, it's not its not terribly far off because Craig was backed by Funkasaurus Rex. He was, but I was... That's right. <laughs> um, I was reminded of what happened when in passing, somebody said something to Emma about her naked protest at the purple dragon Mm -hmm. thing, which is in the second Mm -hmm. episode, I think. Mm -hmm. 
That's all. I just wanted you to know that I forgot <laughs> completely. I thought that they were going to see a band called Purple Dragon. So mm-hmm. they all go into the, the thing. They're about to go and have a great time. And they realize that the artist playing at Off the Wagon with Purple Dragon is none other than Craig Manning. Gregory Manning. I have to say one thing I did really appreciate about Craig coming back was that they finally gave Ashley her due where Craig is like, Oh, this is the person who inspired me. Like she didn't get any credit for all of that shit for so long. And I was so mad for her because I felt like that was part of what like made Ashley insufferable. I agree. So Ashley tells everybody that Craig has asked her to go on tour with her. I guess they're back together as a couple. Or not. There's really, it doesn't matter sure, one yeah. way or the other. Mm-hmm. They're going to be collaborators and songwriters. Jim, Jimmy's like mad. I about was a it, little though. bit, I was totally like, fuck you, Jimmy. I mean, you. I was like, Jimmy, you were the one who was going after Trina. Trina. Like. Yeah. Trina, Trina, the garbage cleaner. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Craig and Ashley. Mm-hmm. They perform with Funkasaurus Rex. They perform a song mm-hmm. that is evidently very long because it starts and then mm-hmm. Manny and Jay leave the whole thing, go somewhere yeah. else entirely, have a whole conversation yeah. about their future. Yeah. Not, not only do they have a conversation, Manny has gotten a car onto this tow truck. Right. Yes. Keep going. And then they have a whole conversation and then they come back to the concert and it's still going that on. That same song is still playing. Yeah. Yeah. In this conversation that they have when she's in the car, they decide that they're going, they're taking a leap, not just from that they're going to try to be together as a couple, but they're going mm-hmm. to get for real engaged, mm-hmm. which I think is a big step. Yeah. They didn't need to do that. But I love this couple. I do too. Makes you want them to get together in real life because they still seem to be friends in real life. Yeah. Mike Lobel. You keep hoping for that. Mike Lobel just got engaged to his girlfriend, though, according to Instagram. Oh, and it's not it's not Cassandra Steele. It's not Cassandra Steele. Oh, that's a shame. Sure, this woman's always going to have to try to live up to Cassandra Steele. Yeah. <laughs> so, good luck. No, I'm sure she's wonderful. I don't mean to, to, to suggest that she's not wonderful. I'm sure she's a lovely person. Mm-hmm. She landed Mike Lobel. Can't emphasize enough how funny the scene with Mike Lobel and Mrs. Dipshit was. It is. It's Pizza Man. Mm-hmm. It is the best part of the whole episode. Yeah, Mrs. I would say Mrs. Dunwoody. Mm-hmm. I gave it to you. I know. I was waiting for. I it. closed it out <laughs> by giving it to you. With Shyler Stone on the happiest couple you ever saw in your whole life. You know the shirt that Manny's wearing to this concert. I think I used to own. Hmm. I love when that is happens. Is it a fuel shirt? No, oh. I think it's from Anthropology. What's it? A uh, lit? The ba- is it a lit shirt? No, it's not. It's not a band T-shirt. It's like a tank top mm. that's not a band tank top oh. either. Okay, what's thirty seconds to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are we ready for the B story? Darcy, the one thing, the overarching thing I want to say about this, and then I'm not going to say anything else about it is, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to say anything else. No, I'm not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing that they go on, what is it? Like a, what's the name of the thing? Red, red fern? pine. 
this feels like something you would go on easily. I was like, this Rachel would love this shit. <laughs> Rachel's going into the woods. You wouldn't be going on one that's about like you're a bad, you're, you're like a trouble yeah. in trouble. But you and a bunch of ladies going off into the woods. I feel like this was right up your alley. I don't know survival skills, and I'm not really sure I want someone blowing a whistle at me. Put, oh yeah, I, I, you know what? Once they were like having to like roll up their bags in the gym, yeah. I was like, maybe not. But all the rest of it, going into the woods, getting in touch with your feelings, talking about <laughs> shit, that feels very Rachel to me. In a yeah, good way. something about it. I mean, I, you went to Catholic school as well. Something about it felt a little bit religious to it me. It was like very the that we used to do. Yeah, yeah, it very much. And like the the parents wrote a letter to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a lot. <sighs> This was, again, like one of those very where I was talking about, like how many coincidences, like Darcy's going through this thing. This just so happens to roll through Degrassi. Mm-hmm. I did like Peter. I did like Peter. Yeah, I I thought this was kind of a nice uh, Me B too. story, actually. I have been wanting Darcy to have something Mm-hmm. make her switch or or to co- confront what actually happened and she's just been avoiding 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 and things are just piling on and getting worse and worse um and she's handling it worse and worse as time goes on and as soon as i saw this thing i like cringed i'm like oh troubled teens like this I know, sounds me too. Uh, i don't like the sound of this it sounds very like there's going to be an investigation later into like what the leaders of red pines did and, and <laughs> Something about it just felt off. Um, and But it's spring break and Darcy's parents are essentially forcing her to go on this because she can't deal with anything and she hasn't told them what happened or anything like that. And Peter's going on this, hot Peter's going on this because his parents are both away for spring break and don't want to deal with him. And he's like, I'll go to Red Pine. Dude, hot Sue is a pretty bad, like, not, it's not a bad mom, but she's definitely like a, I mean, take I don't kid know. with you. I don't know if like the way that because Hatsu's there in the beginning and she seems like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, so it does. Yeah, it does very much seem like Peter is doing this to be there for Darcy. Yeah, I feel like Peter assumed that like his parents didn't want to deal with him. And so see, I just I don't even know if I I, I don't even know about that. I I wonder if Mm -hmm. that was an excuse. And he just wanted to be there so that Darcy, I, for Darcy, because like he also makes up all those things like about like being a crack addict and like, but I guess, did he do all those things? No, he didn't do those things for real. Right. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So I was wondering if like his MO was more about making sure Darcy had like a shoulder if she needed it, which is why I kind of liked him here. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think it was really good of him to do that. This was like the first thing that Peter's done. That's like just genuinely nice and not. Yeah. For any real reason. Selfless. Yeah. It felt like he gave up his spring break. Yeah. I found it weird that he brought up all these things he didn't do when there's plenty of things he did do that Darcy mentions that he could have said instead. But he did crash a car, didn't he? Because didn't he say like he crashed? And that did happen, right? I can't remember all the things he did. Yeah, but the way that he said it was not what happened. He didn't crash a car. It was that he he caused Sean to to almost manslaughter someone. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Oh, but Johnny DeMarco is on this Red Pines thing, too. Yeah, Johnny DeMarco is opening up about his friend stabbing JT a little bit, which is interesting. Looks like they're getting ready to start humanizing old Johnny DeMarco. Fine by me. 
I hated the whole program in the first episode um, because it felt something about it felt weird to me. And I was like, I don't like something about this. I don't know what it is. But by the second one, I kind of opened up to the lady running it. Yeah, that's when I was like, I feel like Rachel would like this. (laughs) At the beginning, when it was all like military and like Mm -hmm. fold up your cots and get out like that, Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking that. But when they were out in the woods, the blindfolds were a bit much. But then once it was like, just get in there and think about Mm -hmm. it. And they were talking Mm -hmm. and they were all having a share with one another. Another. I felt like one of your nights burning effigies with the gals. Yeah. yeah. Just any old night yeah. burning effigies with the gals. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Phoenix rising from the ashes. Oh God, we gotta <laughs> talk about that. They had to give they had to have uh symbolic names. rebirth names. Mm-hmm. And Peter chose Viking. And he was like, that's pretty cool, right? And I really did. Those I kind of was laughing. I liked him. Mm-hmm. And uh Darcy chose Phoenix without seemingly knowing what it it. meant. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman was like, Phoenix dies and rises from the ashes. So it's a good choice. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, So Darcy's still sort of rebelling in the first act of this. Mm -hmm. And her and Peter fuck. Mm -hmm. In like the nurse's office. Yeah. She gets Peter to fuck. There's condoms in there. Because she thinks this will be like a cleansing. Mm hmm. And, and he it's does not. It. It's not. It's not like devastating, but mm-hmm. it's definitely doesn't help the matter no, at all. No. So <laughs> uh Peter wonders why she doesn't isn't feeling better after they've made love. <laughs> of course not Peter would say make love. Ugh. How great that phrase is make so love. much. Uh Ugh. Yeah, you got to you got to refresh me on where this goes. So, they have to go into the woods and spend a night right. by themselves and they get uh they're blindfolded and let off at different places and then they have to find Apparently, you learn your survival skills very fast in this program. Um they yeah, learn how to just build sleep outside a shelter. One night. Yeah. They learn how to build a shelter. Darcy doesn't really build it. She just sleeps in the tarp. Um, but I don't know how they figure out how to find the group again. Like, so the next morning they wake up and they have to find the group again. And Darcy's freaking out before she has to go to sleep. And, um, the, the woman running this with the braids and the glasses looks a little like a Daria knockoff. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. Um, so Daria says to her, like, you should start by listening. And, She's like, I okay, I guess. And then like manages to kind of sleep and, and do all this. And she wakes up the next morning and a crow like is right by her. And somehow that makes everything better. <laughs> she was very happy to see it. She was so happy to see this crow, which is not a phoenix, by the way. She saw it as like some kind of God symbol, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause then she was like, thank you mm-hmm. into the heavens. Yeah. yeah. And then she manages to make it back to the group right before Johnny DeMarco does. 10 seconds to spare. Mm-hmm. And so then they have to read letters. She's like reading a letter from her parents. And then she's like, my parents aren't the problem and all this stuff. And she uh there's an empty chair to speak to there. And so she starts saying what actually happened to her out loud. Yeah. It's actually pretty powerful, I thought. It is, yeah. It was <laughs> it was really great. Yeah, I thought it was um, good. And then they ended on fucking trust activities, which <laughs> that's what reminds me of like all the retreats we had to go on in school. Yeah, um, they needed I to- hated those things so much. And it's like, it's not that I don't trust people to do them. It's just like, I don't want to have to do that in front of everyone else. Right, I hear you. 
I hear you. That's like a nightmare to me. Yeah, it's oh, it's my worst. Oh, I don't I don't want to do it now. That's why I would never go on one of those things. I don't want to do any trust activities. They they had to end it on something like fun and communal, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've really liked I we've talked. We talked about it. I think the last episode mm-hmm. I've liked this story. I think I, it's I think it's a really good arc. I I know that I complained about it because it's really hard to watch someone do the wrong thing mm-hmm. like for themselves and not make it better. And that's what the drama part of it yeah, is though. The redemption, you know, at the end when she finally gets there and there's mm-hmm. still more to come, I would imagine with mm-hmm. her parents and with, you know, she's just going to show up and it's going to be like two weeks, two months later. And she, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, yeah, my mom is like knows, and we're not even going to see that. But like, I want to see that I, I we've invested so much of this. I want to see how her mom reacts. Yeah. I want to see the moment where her mom like hugs her and tells her it's not her fault. I don't want to just have to have like Darcy show up in school and be like, it's over now. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I'm afraid of. But yeah, they've yeah. handled this pretty carefully. So I'm hoping. I hope that they continue to do that. They, they've done a pretty good job. Yeah. And so it ends with a trust activity. What does she do? She falls out of the tree or something? It's they're not doing like trust falls, but it, she's roped in and she has to walk along a very high balance right. beam. Right. <clears throat> and she does it. And they say, We're not gonna let you fall. Peter says that. Hot Peter. Not any Peter. Hot, hot Peter, Peter. Locus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hot Sue Locus's son. Yes, yes, right. exactly. What yeah, else? So that's, I, that's I wanted it. To, I did want to ask you though, what about, mm-hmm. you know, this might be our final uh, uh, Ashley, any thoughts? It could be. Anything you want to say about the the farewell and, to Ashley? And Craig came back for a brief second. Yes. Um, All your favorites. I think Ashley gets a bad rap. I know you do. How do you think? Th- but you did already say you were you liked that Craig had to acknowledge that. I felt like she got a good ending if this was the last we're going to see of her. I was like, oh, if, if nothing else, at least she got some credit for all those fucking songs that she wrote. And she and Manny don't hate each other. And Manny got a good line in. Melmac. Melmac. Melissa McIntyre. Melmac is also the planet. Do you know the planet what television alien is from? Melmac? Yeah. What television alien is from the oh. planet Melmac? Alf. That's correct. Good job. And what other television aliens are there? Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Remember Alf? That was a weird TV show. <laughs> that was a weird show. There's probably some more aliens on TV. Yeah. X Files. There's a aliens every other week. There's a the lot of aliens in X Files. You know? Um Alien Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh Aliens, yeah. Aliens Everywhere. You remember that one? Oh yeah. That's yeah. a great show. It's a good show. Two guys, a girl, and an alien. Uh-huh. And and a pizza place. Two guys, a girl, an alien, and a sushi restaurant. Mm. That was the spinoff. Yes. Well, Rach, if you've got nothing else you wanted to say. Nope, that's it for me. You know, we always, all of these episodes, we always like to rate them on a scale of one to ten. It's a patented scale that we have, the go there scale, a scale of one mm-hmm. to ten to decide how much each of these episodes go there. One being mm-hmm. the least, ten being the most. Now, going there doesn't necessarily uh go along with how much we enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. But it does mean it's, oh, can't even believe they touched that taboo topic. So, mm-hmm, Rich, mm-hmm. how much do you think, having said that, 
episodes yes. 713 and 714, Bust a Move Parts 1 and 2, go there. Uh, not very much. I don't think there was a lot of uh, going there in these episodes. Ooh, Ooh, big big yawn. She's getting tired. Sorry folks. about that. So I gave it a two. A two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, there's not a lot of, I mean... Nothing that I think warrants something higher than that. Doris you know, and Peter is... do fuck. Yeah. But that shouldn't be a going there necessarily. It kind of is a little bit. A little bit, but. Because it's kind of like losing your virginity in a sense. Because it's like her losing her virginity in like that she actively uh, acted in. Yeah. And I'm sure it's Peter's first hot Peter Lacas's first time. So they fuck on a nursing table. You know, that's pretty good for a go there, I think. I'll go four. I'm not going much higher. Yeah. Yeah. I think a teen I think a teen fuck is a go there though, a little bit. I'm sticking with two because that's what you gave uh, when Craig stole the car. And I think that's like about on par with like this the way this fuck is treated. Two two fifteen year olds fucking in a in a on a nurse's table. Not fifteen. They're a little older than that. Fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Stealing a car. Two sixteen year olds fucking in a on a nurse's table Mm -hmm. during a militaristic retreat to deal with your problems i'm I'm sticking with my two grassy man heavy Mm but they got so much shit going on in these shows so pat yeah in these episodes we like to single out one of the characters that we think has done a very good fine job yeah very good fine very good fine um we call this the most valuable Degrassian for yeah. the episode. For these two episodes, episode 713 and 714, Bust and Move Parts 1 and 2, mm-hmm. who was your most valuable Degrassian? I think I, I feel like we're going to have the same answer on this one. Mm-hmm. Craig? Jay Hogarth. <laughs> you thought I was going to do a bit. Jay Hogarth. I didn't do a bit. We're April yeah. Fools. I April <laughs> Fools you by not doing a bit and just saying Thank you. straight I up. Jay Hogart. Yeah, the stuff with Mrs. Dumbwitty was very funny. Mrs. Dumbwaiter was very funny uh, to the point where that's all that needed to happen for me to go oh. uh, with him as it's my Jay. MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was a very close tie between Jay and Mrs. Dunwoody, yeah. but I know I did. I felt like Jay deserved it, so I had to go with him. But I really wanted to also give it to Mrs. Dunwoody because she was a pizza man, uh, one episode character. Unless she comes back for the Smithdale college years. Your assessment of or pointing out that she had that fan that was very funny. <laughs> she like unflaps the fan and waves <laughs> her face. It was very funny. Multiple times in the episode. <laughs> Yeah, Jay walks away with this episode. Manny's great too. I wish Liberty's uh, Liberty's Liberty. I wish there was more Liberty mm-hmm. to be had. Craig's song, something about climbing in a window. Yeah, there's a window in it. Craig doesn't really say much ex- except for on stage. He introduces Ashley and gives her some credit finally, and says that so many of his friends are there. I mean, to be Way fair, he only down. sang the he only stole the one song. It's it's true. But I think that, you know, Ashley was a part of his music making and his music making and she didn't get as much credit as she deserved. Yeah, good. 
but you don't know it. I mean, without that song, he would never have written any of this stuff. Which you're good, but you, but he didn't, she didn't even write that for him. She wrote that for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. But he still heard it later, I'm sure. She Maybe probably she sang re- it to him, She too. probably sang it for him she also. She probably sang it to him after all that Manny stuff. He's good, but he did know it. He was a little cocky. Who, Craig? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he had his issues. Mm-hmm. Which we've discussed on another podcast that will be promoted pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Rach. Yes. I got a call from somebody. Mm-hmm. A big fan of our show. Mm-hmm. Been on the show in the past. Mm-hmm. And this person was wondering if they could come on. They wanted mm-hmm. to maybe do a segment for the show. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I, I, I said I would ask you. I uh-huh. brought him here today. He's in outside. Okay. Okay. So he's he he come in if you say it's okay. I didn't want to tell you who it was just yet. Okay. But what do you think? How do you feel? Maybe get a new about having a new segment. I mean, I'd I'd be curious to want, okay. to hear about this new segment. Okay. I don't think it could hurt. Okay. All right. You can. Yeah. Is it all right if I come in? Yeah. It. I think it's okay. She said she was all right. She said, "Go fuck it." Yeah. Yeah. Just come on in. Come in. All right, so I'm just going to turn it over to the guest. Did you like okay. how I did the whole bit where I turned and acted like I was interacting with the person? <laughs> yes, I did, I did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Piers Morgan. I'm back. Rachel, how the fuck are you? It's me, Piers Morgan. Hey, Piers, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. It's actually, I'm not doing so great which is why I called Pat and I was like, I've got an idea. I am a former TV presenter. As you may remember, I was Uh the uh co-host of Good Morning Britain before I was, I forced to leave because I said racist things about a woman who wouldn't date me. So I said- So you came to our show thinking that we might be amenable to hosting. Well, I had a great idea for a segment that Uh I could do. And I thought Mm -hmm. we could do this as long as it stays its welcome, which might be this just one time, it might be many, many times, we may mm-hmm. do this for the remainder of the show, myself, mm-hmm. Piers Morgan. And I said, here's my pitch. I am going, I love to talk about and point out liars. <laughs> as you know, I'm always I know, pointing I know. out yeah, liars. Always pointing out those liars. Like Meghan Markle and other women i like they are always <laughs> lying other so women I like to point them out so i said what i would do on the show was i would have a new segment called mm-hmm. piers morgan's liars corner where i would point out the biggest liar in every episode of degrassi which has as we know lots of liars now here's the caveat in my choices for liars It will never be a man because men are incapable of lying. The only liars are evil dragon women, except for Sharon Osbourne. She's not a liar, but every other woman is implanted (laughs) at birth with disingenuity and lying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As you know, being a liar yourself, right, Rachel? You are Mm -hmm, a liar. mm -hmm. So here mm-hmm. is the first edition of Piers Morgan's Liar's Corner, where I will point out the biggest liar on this episode of Degrassi. And there were many liars. 
There were mm-hmm. many liars in this episode. If there was a woman speaking, she was most likely lying. But the biggest <laughs> liar of all in this episode is the f- leaving Ashley Kerwin, the most disgusting liar who went to, what was the name of this? That they went to Smithdale. Smithdale College, and she said, "I've got tickets to the show, and I, I don't worry about me. I've got my own place to stay." And she went off, off away from her friends, came back, went to the concert, said, "Oh, look at me! I'm going to perform a concert with Craig." And then she went up on the stage and she sang the song with Craig. Now, here's the thing: she didn't lie outright, where someone asked her a question and she lied about it. She did a deceitful woman trait which is lying by omission she didn't tell anybody (laughs) what she was up to and she made them think they were thinking thinking that she was going to be on board with them the whole time and instead she was with this craig who's not a liar Mm -hmm. it's not a liar Mm -hmm. he didn't steal the song from her Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. She doesn't write a fucking song. Are you kidding me? She is, he is not a liar. Mm-hmm. Ashley Cohen is the biggest liar. And that is that. That is the first edition of Piers Morgan's <laughs> Liar's Corner, where I pick <laughs> the biggest liar in every episode of Degrassi The Next Generation. Again, only a woman, because they're the only liars. Jesus, Pierce. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm leaving. All right. Pierce is going to go. He flies back to England. Oh, okay. And then he comes back next week. He flew in, came in here to do this, and then he mm-hmm. just threw his fucking papers at me. Did you see that? Does he have a mask on? No, he doesn't. He doesn't oh. believe in that. He's an alt-right loon. I know you're probably wondering, like, why am I friends with this? Why do I... Do- I don't know. I'm not even. He just insists upon being here. <laughs> and then he yells in my hallway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I got to let the guy in or he's going to get me kicked out of the fucking place. Oh, yeah. That would be terrible. Hates women, this guy. I don't know if you noticed. He does hate women. He's got a real problem with them. Yeah. He's a pretty terrible guy. Guess he's going to be back next week, though. He's coming back. So you better prepare yourself <laughs> for Piers Morgan's Liar's Corner. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he picks the biggest liar in every episode of Degrassi. <laughs> what if no one lies? Oh, he'll figure out a way. He'll figure or out a way. what if a man lies and not a woman? Well, men are not, they don't lie. To him, it's just oh. speaking. It's just like a misunderstanding. I see. I see. So for him, he'll figure it out, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll figure it out. If, if ever he can't figure it out, I'll, he'll let me know and he won't come that week. Okay, okay, sounds like But for the foreseeable future, he's back, baby. Piers Morgan. (laughs) I don't know if he said this, but he's told me the only woman who's not a liar is Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. Did he he say say that? that. I had to leave the room because he's coughing it all over the place. Yeah. I'm assuming that I'm a liar then, in his his opinion. Oh, I'm certain of it. Do you want me to bring him back? I can ask him. Yeah. I'm good. You I'm good. Thank you. No. Because I think he probably. Does. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, you know, I'm a, I, I, I could guess that if there were not specific liars on an episode of Degrassi, that your name could possibly come up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just saying. It might be you next time. You know, no one's oh. safe. Well, no woman is safe from. 
Yeah, no woman. Piers Morgan. <laughs> Let's clarify that. Piers Morgan's <laughs> liar's corner. Oh, my. What do you think, so, Rach? There we go. Thanks for sticking with us. Sorry we were off last week. Oh, it's okay. Um, And also, we have some new patrons to welcome. Do you want me to bring Piers back to welcome them? Or? I think you can do it. Okay. Well, Marco's dad will do it. So we have Eleanor. Oh, Eleanor, this is so good that the hair that you're here. You're going to come on in to the Patreon. You're going to hear a lot of new, different audios. You come for the meeting. You go and put a suck on the door. And we have Lily. Lily, oh, Lily, 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 Lily. So nice that they have you to come and put the suck on the door with us in the party room. <laughs> in, the, in the party room. In the party room at Pizza Hut. The party room at the, the Pizza Hut. You go to get the pizza at the Pizza Hut. You get out of here. You got to have a pizza. I make you pizza. I make it the thin crust of pizza. You're not going to get a personal <laughs> pan pizza. That is a disgusting. You can't use a pizza to fix a car at all. Mm-mm. No. Where do you put it? A Pizza Hut roof? pizza. Pan oh. pizza. Oh, pan pizza? No, it's too thick. You could use a pizza. I make it. You fix it a car with the pizza. Easy. Tony knows. Hey! You use it, you use it to, uh, to kind of paste over the sunroof if there's a leak. Always. That is a very astute. Mm-hmm. I, I've studied mechanics for a long time. I've learned a lot. You were in a trade school. I was in a trade school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, me? yeah, so that's, that's our episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's our episode. Uh, you can find us. Piers funny. Morgan really threw you off. I feel like you're not, you weren't prepared. for. No, I did no, not no. prepare Rachel. No, I didn't tell her not. that Piers... I told her that there was maybe going to be a new segment on the show, but I did not tell her Mm-mm. that it was going to be our good friend. No, Piers I Morgan. didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I can't wait till Piers Morgan becomes a beloved character on the show. <laughs> Just like Bob Hoskins. But yep, with- he's like a, like a much worse Bob Hoskins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash deem. You can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com and check out the Dope Monkeys and the Broomheads Facebook group. Check it out. And gotta get. we're going to put mm-hmm. the t-shirt link on the thing. Yes. And you got to get, get mm-hmm. a t-shirt. Otherwise, yeah, we'll be back next week. Last we and, said that two weeks ago, and then we we'll weren't actually back the next be week. back next week. Though, yeah, I hope yeah. everyone had a great Passover and Easter. And if you celebrate Orthodox Easter, you got like three more weeks. It's really late this year. Three more weeks a winner. Mm-hmm. Love you, broomheads. Love you. Bye.